Welcome to a new episode of Saturday Soundbites, the vibrant and powerhouse podcast where we discuss all things customer service, marketing, and communications in the K-12 education space. I'm Veronica V. Sofer, a K-12 communications expert with more than two decades in the industry, and I'm your host. Communications is at the heart of everything in education, and I'm committed to bringing on innovative, passionate, and successful experts that are going to teach you how to level up your district's visibility and impact. So whether you're an education leader, teacher, school marketer, or anything in between, Saturday Soundbites is your go-to for information, insight, and sometimes a good laugh. Be sure to check out my website, veronicavsofer.com, to get even more tips and tools and to see some of the powerful resources and courses I've created for educators. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to Saturday Soundbites. I'm your host, Veronica V. Sofer, and I am thrilled to be here with you again this week with another phenomenal guest. Here on Saturday Soundbites, we love to talk about all the things that make you successful in terms of marketing, public relations, advertising, branding, networking, and more importantly than any of that is mindset. Because we know that when you have the right mindset, you're going to be successful in telling your stories. So we'll go ahead and bring our guests on in just a second. But before we do that, we're going to take care of some housekeeping. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of Saturday Soundbites. And if you are watching on Facebook or YouTube, drop us some comments and my guests and I will be sure to get back with you. So we'll go ahead and kick off this awesome episode. I have the amazing Rachel Withers joining us. Hello, Rachel. Thank you for joining us. Oh, hi there. Thanks for having me. Really excited to be here today. Thank you. Oh, thank you. You know, we love talking about mindset on this show because we know that it drives our ability to communicate. So when this topic came up, I said, we have to have Rachel on the show. This is perfect. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Really do. And appreciate you. You bet. You bet. So tell us a little bit about yourself before we start talking about the importance of burnout and mindset and how to manage your time. Tell us a little bit about um, how you got started in this space and all the things that make you an expert. Okay. Well, I'll take you right back then. Um, I actually trained and performed as a classical ballet dancer. So I was a professional ballet dancer many, many years ago now, seems way back when. Um, and I actually left the dance world and I felt a little bit of burnout there. It's highly competitive. So we can talk about that uh, as well. But I left the dance world and I became a mom, had a family and uh, went into real estate, into the real estate business, something completely different. But it was actually uh, when I was walking my daughter uh, home from school, she ran out of the school gates. She must have been about kind of four at the time. I chased after her and it was like, oh my gosh, I am absolutely exhausted. I'm not fit, I'm out of shape. I'd spent all my time looking after my daughter, my family, not putting myself first at any point and I thought I need to get back. So what I did is I started using my ballet techniques and I got myself back in shape. Other women then started to say, we love what you do. Could we uh, kind of do classes? So I did classes and then it evolved into my business called Ballet Be Fit, where I help uh, other women build their own business using my Ballet Be Fit method, the group exercise method. From that, I realized that probably one of the most kind of 
blocks that they had when it came to really starting their own business was mindset. So I really went into the self-development. I got myself a mentor, Bob Proctor, Patna City, and I worked on that. And that's really how I got into kind of the arena of mindset and business strategy and putting all that together. And so it was really from kind of all those years ago, my daughter running out of the school again. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's a wonderful origin story. And I love that you were able to take a skill that you trained at and use it as a way to really incorporate your growth and other people's growth. Um, because not everyone would, would have the ability to do that. So I, the fact that you were able to take ballet and really turn it into a tool is, is fantastic, I think. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, yeah, it was a passion of mine. And I think when we talk about mindset, I think you have to live from purpose. Mm. And if you're not living from purpose or your passion, I think you're just, you're not where you want to be. You're probably doing certain goals. I don't know whether that's in your career, your business or whatever it is. You might have goals, but are they actually aligned with your purpose? And I think that that's something that's very, very important. And as my career has evolved, my businesses have evolved, the more it's come from a place in my heart, a place in my soul, the more that I found that I'm attuned to where I need to be, I'm aligned, and that actually helps keep that resilience and that persistence to move forward in the direction that you that you really want to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you talk about alignment, and how do you how do you work with folks who maybe aren't sure what they're aligned to? Because sometimes, as people are trying to discover um, <clears throat> what what their passions are, or reconnect to their why or decide like you did to start a journey of getting fit, how do you help people connect to that when they've been so removed for a while? Well, it actually might sound a little bleak, but um, I actually do the exercise on actually writing your own obituary, which is based on um, Alfred Nobel, you know, the Peace Prize, Science Prizes. His brother died. When his brother died, they actually published um, an obituary, which actually was uh, Nobel's obituary. And it was very, very bleak. And it was really um, saying about him being um, sort of the merchant of death because he was the inventor of uh, dynamite. Mm -hmm. And that actually was a defining moment for him. And it meant that he changed his career to be... Uh, what he did, the philanthropist that he that he mm -hmm. was is, and basically, um, when you write your obituary and you read it as it is, look at it, look at what's kind of not there that's missing for you. Then write your obituary. Say many years in the future. Mm -hmm. Really think about what what do you want to achieve what do you want it to say about you mm -hmm. and it only needs to be 250 words something like that but then review it read it does it actually match what you're doing right now does it actually align with your goals right now if it doesn't think about how you're actually going to get to have that obituary that you want in the future and and that's that's kind of i think i really use that with 
the and I work with women mainly, but I use that to help them find their purpose, to find their calling, because it can be quite surprising. Yeah. As to kind of when you read it, I'm not doing any of that. I'm not, that's really kind of what you know, the one you've written to your future one. It can be so so pulls apart, really. So that's an exercise. A little bleak, I know, but I think it's an incredible exercise. I know it sounds very powerful, and how enlightening to be able to get that kind of insight um, when you're not sure, you know, what what you want to focus on or how you want to focus. I think that's a great exercise. Um, So we talk a little bit about mindset. And I think sometimes when we find what we're passionate about and we make that commitment, then we go full force. And then sometimes we go a little too far and we're exhausted, like you said, and the self-care is out the window. How do you address burnout with your clients? I think it is important to look at what you are doing. Look Mm -hmm. at your diary Mm -hmm. and prune it prune what isn't necessary to take you to where you want to go take it out i think we've become um a culture where we actually think if we're saying we're super busy we're super this we're super create oh you know my diary's packed it's not productive and it isn't going to help you get to where you want to be so prune it and actually look Think about the three things, the ultimate goals that you've got, three things, three actions that are going to take you to where you want to be so that you have the most incredible year, whether Mm -hmm. it's this year or next year. So I think it's about pruning and taking taking action. You might have to break down those three actions that you need to do into smaller steps and that's important for your time management but really look about what your diary is and what is necessary and what is unnecessary and I think that that can help to kind of manage your time a little bit more I think also that you should make time for yourself as I kind of um when I was a dancer and then when I was a mum I try and fit so much in and I got kind of burnout uh, and I never found that time for myself and I always you know I'm a firm believer how if you're in in service industry whatever you're doing how can you serve others if you can't serve yourself whether that's in your business customer service or that's even at, at home in relationships in family life so make time for yourself absolutely 110 percent and I think a lot of us say we do And then when you look at your calendar or your diary and you take a look at how far you've extended yourself, you realize the things that you're doing are not in alignment to that self-care regimen that you keep thinking or saying that you're, that you're adhering to. So I love that advice. Let's talk a little bit about time management. I know that's definitely a struggle for entrepreneurs and for folks trying to balance full-time jobs and side hustles and family How do you coach people up with time management? Well, I call it kind of the interval training uh, method or the Pomodoro method, which is really kind of think of a task, the task that write down the task that you need to do and set a time for them. And I, I like to set 45 minutes. I know the Pomodoro is 25 minutes. Set that time for it. 
do it in that time frame. At first, you actually might not be great at figuring out that that task, how long that task actually takes you. But look at that and analyze, are you actually kind of over-enthusiastic in terms of how much time a task takes? Or are, are, kind of, are you thinking you can do something in 45 minutes and actually it's an hour gone by or it's an hour and a half? So start to work out as well how long tasks take you. Have a timer, use that timer, and then take breaks because we become counterproductive anyway if we don't take breaks. We just kind of become all foggy and we, we really, we start to drift and then we're not productive. So I like interval training and, and stack up, you know, kind of four tasks that you need to do. Take a five minute break in between, stack them up. Don't go much longer than two hours. I think, and then have a really nice break. Get some fresh air. Just do or whatever it is that just means that you have a proper break before you start again on what on the tasks that you need to do. For me, I like to write everything down the night before or just check my diary so I know kind of what I'm needing to do, just so that I know I'm completely prepared for the next the next day. Yeah, no, those are all really great tips. And I love the idea of chunking your time. Um, I think that is probably going to be the most um, immediate way that you can start seeing some results when you are focused on your time management and focused on setting those boundaries for yourself. Because you um, oftentimes, especially the people you work with, we're juggling household responsibilities as well. So I like how you balanced or you talk about balancing that in, in the day that you have set set aside. Absolutely. And I think what we said about, I mentioned about pruning and, and, the, and the three things ultimately to get to your goal. But it's also, you know, there's the 80-20 rule. And I think you need to look at what is productive, whether that's in your business, in actually kind of... Um, the tasks that you're doing is it getting do you need more cost you know is it customer focus look at the customers you have what demographic are they look at, at what is productive for your business or even in your kind of your daily life in, in terms of what's productive if you're needing to do something around kind of the household what is it you need to do do you need to focus on the cooking more what what is it that needs to look at what is needed to really help focus you in the directions that are more productive for you. No, I think that's great advice. I mean, my goodness, Rachel, that those, if you could just implement two or three of those things in your daily life, I think most people will find great success and changing their mind shift and changing the efficiency and the work that they're doing. And I think you can actually probably get time back in your day when you're focused on that. Yeah, I, I think absolutely. And I, I think if you really are kind of looking at what is productive, you're, you're focused on chunking. And also, I think it's important to make sure that you're in the right space and the right environment. And when we work from home in the, in the way that we do now, have you got all those, is, are they the distractions? Are they all the devices? Is the TV on? Is it is kind of what's happening there? Just take them away so that you can channel your energy in the right energy and make it a, a nice, comfortable environment. Because when we talk about mindset, 
the more comfortable your environment is and tuned to exactly what you're focusing on, then you're going to get more from it as well. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Rachel, these have been fantastic uh, gems of, of information that we need to keep in mind as we're moving forward. And I want to know um, how people can connect with you. I know our listeners are probably really excited about the things that you're sharing and they want to learn more from you. So how can they do that? Well, they can connect with me if they can just go to my website, rachelwithershq.co.uk. I've got a nice contact form on there. Just click that contact form and we'll reach out to you. Or just check me out on Rachel Withers HQ on Facebook. Send me a message. I will reply. Um, and I'm here to really help on business strategy, mindset, and really getting you from where you are right now to where you want to be. Oh, I love it so much. And don't worry, listeners and viewers, we will have the links in the show notes. So make sure you connect with Rachel. It has been a pleasure having you on the show. I enjoyed our conversation so much and I appreciate all the great advice. No, well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it and appreciate you. Thank you. All right, everybody, make sure you connect with Rachel Withers. Her contact information will be in the show notes. It's so important to have the right mindset, have all the tools in place for you to be successful so that you can tell your story, be successful in all the things that, that you want to focus on, whether it's business, projects, or really just some, some passion uh, things that you want to work on, because we know that that's important too. So we'll go ahead and wrap up this episode. If you are watching on Facebook or YouTube, drop us some comments. And if you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of Saturday Sound Bites. And of course, you can always reach me at veronicavsofer.com. And with that, I'll wrap up this episode by sending you lots of positive energy and light. 